Hendrix. What's the opposite of yes? No. That's right. Good job. What does N-O spell? No. That's right. Good job. Well, yeah. <laughs> what? Where's, no. your, where's your nose? Where's no your... nose. Welcome to Hot Marriage Cool Parents. Back for another week. Oh, yeah. And this week is going to be a fun week because it's just Doug and I, and we're just going to be shooting the... Ish. Uh-huh. But what's it, more fun than that? I mean, no, this is a really fun <laughs> episode. We got a treat for you. But on a more serious note, anybody that has followed Jamie on social media or even I, you know that there was a family emergency that we had recently. Yeah, on a serious note, I should probably tone it down a little bit because obviously my nephew has gone through, oh my gosh. Hell for a six-month-old. Yeah, like horrendous. So for those of you who haven't heard, my nephew Jamie, who was named after me, this sweet little boy, he was dropped off at the babysitters like any other normal day. And he was dropped off with his sister. It was a normal day. My sister and my brother-in-law get a phone call a few hours later saying that he was fussy all day. And then like they went to go put him down and he started seizing. As a parent, this is probably the scariest call that you can possibly have is to hear that your son is having seizures and just out of it and is getting driven to the hospital and you're not with him. And driven by like an ambulance. So what happened was apparently he started seizing. And so they called 911. The ambulance came and apparently his seizures were out of control. So they immediately put him into the ambulance and drive him to the hospital. And at that point, that's when my sister's notified that he's seizing and that he's going to the hospital. And then I guess apparently like the more and more I get updated. So at this point, Doug and I are driving to an RV park to kind of take a peek around because we might be doing something different with our lives. And my sister calls and she is in a panic. And my sister, Amy Lynn, isn't usually panicky. So yeah, I was no. like... Nor is her husband. No, they don't panic about anything. And they're pretty even keeled, I would say. So I was thinking, I don't know, did something happen to our mother? Because she's, you know, she seems healthy enough, but I don't know. I mean, she's older and I know that my brother-in-law's dad has had some health issues. So I was like, oh no, like did something happen to his dad? And then through the tears, she goes, it's Jamie. And I, my heart sank. And I was like, what could have possibly happened? I wasn't even ready for the horrifying news that she was going to be telling me that essentially he's seizing nonstop throughout the whole entire ambulance ride. And so then I tell Doug, I'm like, turn around. We have to go there. And, you know, my brother-in-law is like, you're not even able to come up. I'm like, I don't care. I will sit in the parking lot. Like, I just felt like this weird need in my soul to be near my sister and my nephew and to, and even if it meant I don't do anything other than just be there, that I need to be there for them. And like, I wanted to be there. So anyways, I'm like, Doug, turn around. We got to go. And so we had literally just taken our dog to get her nails clipped and like groomed at the groomers. So she was, which was kind of a fortunate thing because it saved us some time because we were able to just give them to my parents. Yeah. I'm just like bawling, snotting everywhere. And they're like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't even know. But like Jamie's in the hospital. And we have a four hour drive to go up there. So we were getting updates just little by little by little. And every update got worse and Mm -hmm. worse and worse for this baby Jamie. I mean, it turned into seizures. Then they told her that he had a brain bleed. Well, 
Yeah, let me go on and like share the full story kind of like in chronological order. So then, you know, we drop off our dog and I'm like, should we leave our kids with my in-laws with your parents? And Doug's like, I don't think so because, no you know, that makes you want to hold your babies more. Yeah, for real. But obviously we trust his parents more than anybody. But I'm like, valid point. Like my sister just dropped off her son at the babysitters and she's picking him up at a hospital bed. So got it. Like, yeah, of course we should bring And Plus, my sister then was like, she's like calling me with updates. And so the next update we get is that they get to the hospital and they're not even able to see their baby, but heartbreaking. Yeah. They're not even able to see him because the doctors and nurses are working really hard to stabilize him. So they're intubating him and like running all different tests to find out like what the heck was going on. But the only update that they got was that they discovered that he had several brain bleeds. So he had like bleeding in both of his frontal lobes and I guess six, some in the back as well. And so we get this update and I'm like, oh my gosh, like just horrified, just yeah. absolutely like, horrified. Like how could this be possible? How is yes. this happening? Like I just saw him, literally my sister had just sent all of us. So we have a text chain with my siblings and myself. And in the text chain, my sister had just sent a video of him sitting up all by himself. And she's like, look it, he's been sitting up like this for half an hour. He's like really doing it, sitting up on his own and playing. And she was so proud of him. Like 12 hours later, he's like that. Yeah. Well, like 24 hours later, uh, we're talking about like, she's calling me in a hysterics telling me she has no idea what happened because when she dropped him off, he was perfectly fine. And now the babysitter saying that he's seizing nonstop. And then now the doctor is just telling her that he's having these brain bleeds and like brain bruising. And my sister's like, what on earth? And so when she finally gets to see him at this point, Doug and I have decided we're taking the kids with us. My sister, Amy Lynn kind of asked us to bring Gracie because she's really good friends with her daughter, Natalyn. And so she was like, I think that will help distract Natalyn. So she doesn't realize, hopefully, I mean, of course, she's going to realize they're both four, but she was hoping it would help distract her that her brothers. Yeah. Where's mom, dad? Where's my brother? Yeah. And also she was there at the babysitter. So my sister's like, I don't know what she saw, what she went through. You know, my sister is just clueless. And so needless to say, we get this point, we're like literally throwing crap in a suitcase and popping in our car. And then my sister calls me. I'll never forget this ever for as long as I live. Cause it was probably one of like the worst moments of my life. Like, and it's wild. You don't realize how much you can love your family. Like, you know, you love them, of course, but like, you just don't realize how much you love them until it seems like they're slipping away from you, even like an innocent baby. So my Mm -hmm. sister, you know, Doug and I are trying to pack up the car so we can go get the kids to go on our way up there. And my sister said within the, I guess, like with all the tests and whatnot, they did a chest x-ray because they wanted to know, like, they just wanted to have a full idea of like what's going on with his body. And on that chest x-ray, they discovered that he had a broken clavicle. So he's got multiple brain bleeds and bruising, a broken clavicle. Bruises all over his body. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, I literally fell to the ground like instantly. And like my poor sister, she's looking for support, of course. And I'm trying to stay strong, but with every call, I'm just shocked. And like, I, all I can imagine is like, or think is like, what happened to my nephew? At this point, we don't know. The babysitter basically just said that he randomly started seizing. And so he's never had a seizure before. So we're not sure what's going on. He was perfectly fine the day before. And the video shows that he had no bruising. Yeah. Yeah. And so then she drops him off and he was still fine, you know, perfectly fine. So something's not adding up and we're fully aware of that. 
and there is a criminal investigation going on because something's not adding up. And our biggest fear is that it'll stall out and that they're not going to see this whole entire investigation through. Because to me, I'm like, how could that even happen? But I've heard countless stories from my Instagram girlfriends, you know, of like just about even kids who have died and there's no justice yet. And so our biggest dream and goal and hope for Jamie is a, of course, that he has a full recovery. And at this point, he was in the hospital for over a week. This is where I was like, let's do chronological order here. But it's Mm -hmm. hard because we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. But essentially, you know, he had seizures upon seizures. His longest seizure at one point in the hospital was 26 minutes long. You know, when they reached 30 minutes, doctors can't, I mean, it, it's, that's a really long time. And so they're, they're telling my sister, you know, the longer and longer these seizures yeah. become, the more difficult it is to kind of stabilize him and get him out of them. And so that was really bad news. And we were really, really terrified that, uh, that like maybe we wouldn't be able to bring him home, you know, yeah. like that we, none of us said it, you could just tell that we were all thinking it and my sister and my brother-in-law, they did not leave this baby's side. I was like, do you guys want to just come and we'll get you some dinner? You can see Natalie, you know, their daughter. And they were like, no, please just like take good yeah. care of our daughter. I trust you with our daughter and I'm not leaving his side. They did not leave that boy's side yeah. for the whole over a week. I did their laundry. My sister's mother-in-law packed up bags and did their laundry. And went food shopping for them. I yeah. Mean, they literally went grocery shopping for the stay at the hospital. Yeah, they were not willing to leave to go do anything. And you know, you never know what you're going to do in a situation like that. And honestly, I feel like I'd probably be the same way. Like you just oh, are absolutely. terrified, you know, yeah. like ter- like just terrified 24/7. And so and also like his family, you know, you feel so helpless. Like you want to do something to help. I know. And so of course, we were watching Nat Nat. And that also, in a strange way, also kept us busy because and it made us feel like we were doing something anyways to help. But it just never feels enough when your sister's yeah. in the hospital with her brand new baby and they don't, in a they, hospital bed. Right. And they really didn't want any visitors up there while Jamie was going through this. But we went up there for a week and we, I think we saw him maybe three times for like five minutes at a time. And only my sister, because yeah. my brother-in-law wasn't leaving that baby's side. Yeah. Honestly, we just want answers at this point. We want to make sure that no other innocent, defenseless baby or child ever has to go through this. Especially, I mean, of course you can't protect the whole entire world, but if we know that something happened in this situation, then we're going to fight hard, not only for justice for Jamie, because yeah. he, this little boy is still on the recovery. Like, so he had retinal bleeding, which is not entirely surprising given like the head trauma that he had, but sure enough, you know, he has retinal bleeding, which is causing vision disturbances. And then he's also has muscle atrophy where like he can't even lift his head the yeah. way, like he's like a newborn baby almost again. And truly like the day before he was sitting up playing with his toys, you know, it's just devastating. And not to mention on top of that, like he's incredibly fussy with my sister and my sister's like, he's grabbing his head. I think he might have headaches, but of course he's a baby. So she doesn't know. And she can only give so much Tylenol. And then the question is, well, should you give him a stronger medicine? But then he suffers from constipation. And it's just like this little boy and my, my sister and my brother-in-law and Natalie, even, you know, like 
Madeline had to go through an investigation with detectives and whatnot, where they're questioning her trying to get some answers. And so we're super appreciative for this investigation and that, it, you know, it seems like they're doing a very thorough job. We're just terrified that they're going to let it slip through the cracks. And then yeah. God forbid another child is hurt or worse because Jamie at some points we weren't sure if he was going to make it out of that hospital he is a miracle and an answered prayer and especially once the seizures kept going and they were getting longer and my and like he was on three different medications for seizures at that point so like there wasn't a whole lot more that they could do and it was just starting to look very very scary but I like posted on Instagram like please pray like I mean my sister Mm. wouldn't even ask like my sister and my brother-in-law are just they'll be the first to give you anything that you need and they'll be the first to be there for you, but they're not going to be someone to ask for help in any yeah. way, shape or form. Or take handouts or anything. Yeah. Like they're just not like that. And so, but like they would never deny for their children, never, ever, ever would they deny anything for their children. And so I was like, we need this for Jamie, you know, yeah. and they're like, of course. And so, And I really believe in like prayer and positive vibes and positive energy and like positive thoughts without being, I don't know, like toxic positivity, but you know, like really lifting someone up. And I just feel in my heart that baby Jamie, I mean, he was just, I mean, we all prayed and prayed and prayed and and this little boy is an answered prayer. He really, really is. Yeah. And he's on a slow road to recovery now. So each, each day gets better. And better and better. And obviously he's way too young to tell if there's going to be any long-term effect or anything right now. The focus is just really getting him back on track and kind of catching up to how old he is. And just because he really reverted back to an infant. Yeah. So my sister actually just today, so it's been about, has it been two weeks since he's been discharged or just a week and a half? I think a week and a half, maybe less. Yeah, about a week, I would say, probably since he's been discharged at the time that we're recording this. My sister sent me a picture of him kind of holding the bottle on his own. And she was like, we're getting there. I mean, my sister is really working with him, gently trying to encourage him. And he is a resilient little boy. Oh, my God. I mean, he's really, really doing well, considering two weeks ago, he was like responseless in a hospital bed. So I just wanted to shout it from the rooftops, like, thank you, thank you, thank you for those of you who prayed for him, thought about him. I know some people even donated to this GoFundMe that my sister was like, do not create. And, (laughs) you know, like everyone's asking me how they can help. And I'm like, Amy Lynn, people just want to help in any way they can. And that's just a way to be able to help a little bit more than even though Amy Lynn's like, you know, she just wants her baby to be better. And that's really, that was like her only thought. And same with my my brother-in-law. So someone, actually a friend sent me a message and said, you know, could I just create one for them as a surprise for them? Or maybe you should. And I was like, Doug, would that be, I'm like, I hope they wouldn't be like mad at me or annoyed with me because they clearly said they do not want a GoFundMe. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? also on the other hand too, I mean, they're not thinking. About anything other than just him getting better. That's it. Yeah. They're not thinking hospital bills, recovery. Therapy and physical, cognitive therapy. And not to mention the truth of the story is that my sister, Amy Lynn, she's LPN and she just started taking classes to go back to get her RN. And so the job that she had wasn't able to be flexible. She was working at an OBGYN office. So she just went in for an interview and accepted a job the same exact day that Jamie was put in the hospital. And so... 
my sister obviously hasn't even had a chance to start that job. And so she and like even do any classes or anything. Well, no, she's switching her classes to online classes. And I was like, Amy Lynn, like, is there any chance that maybe you could just stay home while you're in school to be an RN? That way, Mm. I don't know, that way you can be with Jamie. And, you know, she's not sure, but I'll tell you what, this GoFundMe thing, I'm like, Amy Lynn, if you are able to stay at home with your child, I don't think anybody, I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. No one would question that. Yeah. They have a lot to figure out when it comes to just like, I guess, like the financial track. But But for sure, without a doubt, I mean, they just, and this is the other thing I want to say before we wrap this up, is that ultimately, not for one second do we blame daycare providers or daycares or anything of that nature. You know, it's kind of one of those things that there's a bag of apples and one apple's bad kind of thing. My own sister, Amy Lynn, Jamie's mom, she was a daycare provider. She was for a very long time while she was studying to become an LPN. So she loves children. She loved being a daycare provider. This is in no way, shape or form targeting bad daycare or bad babysitters or something of that nature. However, the PTSD that comes from dropping your kid off at a babysitter who you trust, and then a few hours later picking him not even being able to pick him up from a hospital bed because he's literally intubated and he's in an induced coma and he's seizing and all these things. I mean, I don't blame her. She doesn't want to take her kid to a babysitter again. And And this is coming from someone who provided daycare. And so, of course, she supports daycare and whatnot. She's just having a little PTSD herself. And again, like, I don't know if anybody can fault her for that. I I mean, I would be the same. Like, I wouldn't feel comfortable leaving the kids anywhere without us or at least one of us being there. And I can kind of get that and see that. Yeah. But thank you so much to everybody that reached out, commented, prayers, thoughts, even donated Thank you, because it is going to be well spent and it was really well deserved and well heard with how he's doing today. So first things first is that it's all going to be for baby Jamie, of course. And so my sister, they didn't even necessarily want this. And it was just such a humbling experience to have like such generosity from complete strangers. I mean, my sister is just, and my brother-in-law, they're like just literally blown away by it. And honestly, I am too. I mean, it's incredible. Like the humanity isn't lost, you know? You guys are awesome. Yeah. So we just wanted to give the biggest thank you to you and let you know that truly, first things first is that obviously, because I think some people, of course, I mean, I would wonder, I'd be like, well, what are you going to do with this money now? But the biggest thing is, is that they will without a doubt, make sure that every dime is meant for baby Jamie, because obviously it's meant for baby Jamie. So and with Amy... Being out of work, really, you know, like they don't have, they only have the one income, which is her husband and the father. So this a hundred million percent helps supplement that loss. Yeah. At least until Amy Lynn can find, I guess, like a a sitter that she can trust, which is obviously going to be difficult. But not only that, I mean, the hospital bills, all the things that they just weren't thinking of those of you who have donated, you have now taken money off of one of their top worries. Well, you just ensured that it never will become one of their top worries. I don't think they ever did worry about that, to be very honest. But you've ensured that now. You've also ensured that Jamie's mom can be with him and that doesn't have to worry about leaving him because she has to go to a work shift or something. So like, I mean, I just can't thank you enough. Truly, 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 truly. 
So that being said, Jamie's recovering. He's doing well, but we just wanted to come on here and kind of give an update. A lot of people are have a lot of questions and I want to also say thank you for praying and supporting him and my sister and my brother-in-law without having any sort of answers or any sort of real thorough story. The truth of the matter is, is that we can't share an awful lot because A, well, we don't know. We still have questions ourselves. We have no idea what happened. And B, it's a criminal investigation going on. So we don't want to jeopardize, you any know, of any of that or get in the way of it nope. or you know, yeah. it by any means. However, at the same, in the same exact breath, we want to make sure that this investigation doesn't stall out. And, you know, we just want to make sure that justice is served for Jamie and that no other child or baby or this, parents have to go through. With yeah, that. exactly. So if there's a way that we can prevent that, well, first we need answers. And then secondly, if we get the answers that we're suspecting, then we hope that someone is prosecuted and sent to jail and can no longer take care of children. All right. Well, hold that thought. Just want to give a quick shout out to two of our sponsors this week. First being DBS Alliance. Now, over the past year or so, and because of COVID, family, friends, I've heard so many people that I know have been seeking therapy. I mean, not only is it a scary time, but a lot of people are getting better acclimated to working at home or just even the thought of being in a house or stuck in a house. Keeping your feelings to yourself is definitely not the right way to handle it. And I'm sure many people were afraid to speak up, if, especially if you've never sought therapy before. But for, for Jamie and I, I mean, we are firm believers in therapy, not just personal therapy, but couples counseling. And I mean, depression really is a, a scary beast. Um, I mean, on average, there are 130 suicides per day that were reported to the CDC in 2019. I mean, that is absolutely alarming. And not only that, but women are 1.4 times more likely to attempt suicide and men are 3.6 times more likely to die by suicide. And it is so unfortunate. And 1.4 million Americans attempted suicide in 2019. I mean, these are alarming statistics. You know, but it's real. And these numbers could go way down if we started to better normalize mental health and seeking therapy. And so many precious lives could be saved once more and more people start to speak up, which I am fully on board with. So the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance, also known as DBS, provides free support groups, wellness tools, and inspirational stories to guide you or your loved ones on a path to holistic mental health wellness. We are more than happy to share this information with all of our listeners. Again, to learn more about how you can start conversations about mental health and suicide in your community, visit dbsalliance.org backslash suicide dash prevention. All right, so let's get real here, girlfriends, as Jamie would say. For those of you that have been following us uh, and listening to us for quite a while, you know, before Jamie really started her body positivity movement and got into that mental sort of mind state, you know, when you don't have confidence in yourself or how you look or how you feel, anything that you get dressed up in, nothing will make you feel good, especially if you're just constantly judging yourself, looking at yourself and you don't feel it, especially if you don't look or feel good 
in anything. It is more of a mind state when you think about it, but that's why Jamie and I, and especially Jamie, loves the sponsor this week, Girlfriend Collective. So whether you're running, biking, doing yoga, swimming, just sitting on your couch, Girlfriend Collective has clothes that will make you feel your best no matter what you're doing. They make really, really cute, comfortable bras, leggings, shorts, tanks, tees, swimsuits. I mean, they have so much more. And the best part is that their sizing is inclusive, ranging from extra, extra small to 6XL. And even better, Girlfriend Collective also has a garment take-back program called Re-Girlfriend. So once you're done loving your pieces, a long time from now, of course, just send them back to be upcycled into a new Girlfriend gear. So for those who are listening, Girlfriend Collective is offering first-time customers $25 off purchases of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash hot marriage. That's $25 off your purchase of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash hot marriage, girlfriend.com slash hot marriage. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, let's get back to where we were. So we were supposed to have this real fun episode for you. This is going to be a treat. Yeah, that's what's supposed to be a treat. and yeah, But it's very current and it's on top of anybody's mind that has followed us on social media, really. And I'm just happy to see that he's home and, and with his parents and the house and things are looking up. Yeah, I'm telling you, the support that has poured in for baby Jamie and my sister and my brother-in-law, we will forever be grateful and thankful. And I just want to say it myself, you know, like just thank you, thank you, thank you, truly. So now that we've spent the whole entire time giving an update on baby Jamie, although honestly, rightfully so, I feel for like sure. we should have. Yeah. The treat will be coming next week because we have this fun little game that we're playing and it's just so much fun to just be silly and goofy, but also very revealing. So yeah. Doug and I are going to be playing a game of like questions, like deep questions. It's a whole book of questions. Yeah. But I'm honestly, pick at random. Yeah. And as you know, if you've been listening for any length of time or following us, you know, we're trying to like build our marriage back up. Like we're trying to focus on the little things. I feel like life has gotten out of control for us. And honestly, the silver lining of that is that we have really come to realize that life has become like, instead of us living our lives, life is just being lived all around us. And I feel like we're just not present with each other. We have so many distractions by in like, we just go, go, go. And my therapist was like, Jamie, what are you running away from? Like, why do you need to fill every moment with going to Florida, living in a home and then traveling here? And when you're way too busy, it is hard to create and keep up quality time, whether it's with your spouse or your kids and everything in life just got, you know, there wasn't enough hours in a day for what we were trying to do. Yeah. So needless to say, we're like literally in the midst of trying to like kind of create a plan, a, some sort of course of action to like minimize distractions in life and like 
really truly spend quality time together because not for nothing, but like, you know how they say a child grows up so fast and cherish the days because it's gone so fast. I don't know why, but that's been weighing on my heart for so long. And I just, I don't know. I feel like you can be so distracted by having to mow the lawn and garden and then cook dinner and clean your whole effing house and organize and all the things. And it's like, I just want to get rid of all these distractions and be so present. Yeah. Which funny enough that you mention all of that and, and the work that we have to do around the house, because that was the question that came from one of our voice memos, which is from Angie. And again, we do the voice memos just to hear from you and you guys can ask any questions that you want. It's a way for us to hear your voice and then we pick a question and it plays in the podcast. So this one comes from Angie who said, Doug had mentioned in your podcast that he was a stay-at-home dad now because you had started another business. I thought you were just doing Married at First Sight, Unfiltered, and Couples Cam. But maybe I'm just misunderstanding. I just thought maybe you had another new venture you were doing that you hadn't talked about. And I was just really curious what that was. So yeah, Angie, oh my goodness, this is a really good question because I feel like it probably seems like I guess all we do is unfiltered in couples cam. But to be very, very honest, we have, well, first of all, this podcast in itself, we work with advertisers in order to like support it. Otherwise, Doug wouldn't even be able to be a stay at home dad. So it's like the podcast. And then I find products that I love. And I try them out myself if I haven't already been trying them. And then I try to like work out a really good deal, like a discount code of some sort for my followers as a quote unquote, and I hate being called an influencer, but that's essentially what I am, I guess, according to... Or a brand ambassador. Yeah, but like many brand ambassadors. And so there's a lot of behind the scenes works that goes into like before I find a product that I love to like make sure that I really genuinely want to recommend it to someone that I care about, like all my friends or like family or whatever. And so, I mean, that is so much work and it's also so incredibly rewarding. And for sure, I absolutely love it because like, for example, I always feel like I have to give a disclaimer if it's not an ad, but this is not an ad. Although like even when it is an ad, it's just as genuine. But for some reason, people like to know when it's actually an ad and when it's not an ad. So this is not an ad right now. But I will have an ad soon on my Instagram because I got this IPL. It's like a laser device. This is just one example. And, you know, I hadn't heard of the brand too much before. So I was like, I don't know about this. Like, I don't know if it's sketchy. And I do have an assistant who helps me. So I was like, let's like get this IPL device. It's called Snowy Skin. And let me try it first and make sure that it really works before I just go and share it even if they are giving a great discount because they they kind of lured me in with this by saying, we're going to give your followers such a great discount. And I was like, well, that does sound appealing to give to them. But like, what if it doesn't even work? And then that's just a piece of junk. And so yeah. full transparency, that's like literally what I thought because I had never, it's called snowy skin. Like, have you ever heard of that? I, I've never heard of that. No. So anyways, I used it religiously and only on one armpit and not on the, <laughs> the other just armpit. Just to see if it would yeah. actually work. I just wanted to make sure, like I just wanted to see. And I got to tell you, you can definitely tell the difference. Your armpit has never looked better. Well, the one. And so <laughs> what's really interesting is that now my team, they're like, oh, can I get one? <laughs> like like, ever, like my sister-in-law, she's like, oh, I want one. And I was like, and she's like, should I buy it? And I'm like, honestly, I want to use it a little bit more before I like really swear by it. But now, I mean, I swear by this. It's called Snowy Skin. 
I don't have a code right now. I'm in the midst of like working out a deal with them. So stay tuned for that. But so that's like another whole job that I have. And then on top of that, we are, this is a sneak peek preview. So only those of you who are listening to the very end of this podcast will know this, but we are going to start a Patreon channel and we're going to start, we're going to relaunch our YouTube channel as well. And all of these things, believe it or not, I know it probably seems very easy, but they're all, they all take some work and some thought and whatnot. And so essentially, I know it probably seems like maybe that's the only thing we do is married at first sight couples cam and married at first sight unfiltered. But a lot of, I mean, a lot of what we're talking about is creating content, taking videos, staying up on trends, but also because Jamie has a very demanding job and, and multiple jobs, I help out with keeping, I hate to say keeping the kids away, but to make sure there's less or no distractions for her as she goes through her work. So with me working, that wouldn't have been possible. And I think it's interesting though, because, and this is, I mean, nothing against Angie whatsoever, because I'm sure this wasn't it, but I wonder if that question would have been posed if I was a woman. Yeah, because honestly, I mean, I I don't... Like, is it just because I'm a stay-at-home dad that, I mean, that's being questioned? Just some food for thought or something? Well, no, her question was saying that you're a stay-at-home dad now because I had started another business and she wasn't quite sure what business I had started. Oh, I thought it was about why I'm a stay-at-home dad. No, it's it's not. Yeah. Insecure, hubby. (laughs) Oh, dog, are you... you no, I'm not. I, I just think that there's a lot of things that are sort of taboo to yeah. talk about, you know, like us announcing a pregnancy early, like nobody does that, you know? Yeah. Like, and so the whole stay at home dad thing is just not a normal, it's almost taboo for a lot I mean, of people. I feel like it's getting better, but for a long time, it was frowned upon even as a stay at home mom. It was like, oh, well then what do you do all day? And it's like, let me tell you what I do all day. And so whether it's a dad, I mean, it is now stay at home moms. I feel like, uh, I think especially after the pandemic and people had to stay home with their kids, they're like, oh, yeah, they're like, okay, actually I get it now. Please like, please open the daycares again. No pun intended. That's a bad, a bad thought. But anyways, or not even like daycare is fine, you know, but anyways, it definitely is a bit taboo, I guess, for you to be a stay-at-home dad or for yeah. a man to be. But like, I, first of all, Doug, I got to tell you, I am so proud of you for... Thank you. Yeah. First of all, for even being willing to do it, knowing that people will probably be shady and judgy, you know, like, well, what? You're a stay-at-home dad? <laughs> like, what? But like, also, you kill it. I mean, like... they own it. I yeah, mean, you I, do. Yeah. And you do a great job. It's not like you just sit around... We've had some rough moments where you have barely like, I mean, you don't just sit around playing video games all day. You really do like you're really, really active and present with our kids. And they are now both in quote unquote school because truthfully, like even though you're a stay at home, I mean, the only reason why you're a stay at home dad is because you don't have your nine to five anymore. But like, you know, you're still helping you're now kind of, I'm kind of like just hiring you to help me with my business because <laughs> I need which help. Is, which is fine. I mean, you wouldn't yeah. have to hire me to do that, but yeah, well, you, a lot that's because you're on my joint yeah. bank account. So no, you get 50 true. anyways, yeah, 50, I mean, 50. <laughs> but that's, I didn't even know if I could do it, but it's still a learning process. Oh, you're and like I'm, the I'm really best. For, I'm really fortunate that I get to do that. And that's, 
there's a lot of positives in it. Oh my gosh. I mean, so a little tiny bit of me and I have to remind myself, like, don't get resentful. And I'm not, I'm really, truly not. I'm so grateful that you're not too proud to be a stay at home dad or that you're, I don't know. I'm, I'm so grateful that you would actually enjoy being a stay at home dad. Cause there's no one else I'd rather have be with our kids. Like the whole entire weekend that I'm gone in LA for work, you know, shooting merit at first sight unfiltered. Yeah. We really get to bond. Yeah. That. I mean, I am so envious of course, but what parent wouldn't be like, right. you it's know, normal. this is why we're in therapy. Cause I don't ever want it to cause any resentment. Cause I, my biggest dream in life was to be a stay at home mom. And like, obviously that's just not going to happen because I'm the one that does all this other work. And so I guess the second best thing is that your husband gets to, and that's pretty awesome. So needless to say, Angie, totally get it. Honestly. So the business venture that I was going down was kind of like creating these digital courses too. And so that was another thing that I really wanted to do was create a digital course and a membership so I could help encourage women to become more body positive. But also I wanted to create another one on trying to conceive and pregnancy loss and all of that. And the truth of the matter is, is that gosh, this is what I'm talking about when I'm like, we have got to get away from all these distractions in life. Like I really want to do all these things and I really want to create like a safe space for women and like a haven to like empower women, whether it be on my Instagram or with these digital courses or with the podcast or whatever. But I'm worried and my therapist has mentioned that like, is it all just kind of busying myself so that I don't have to like face whatever my problems are underneath, you know, like I'm running away from things. And when I just get settled and comfortable and have like a free moment in Florida, we fly to New Jersey. And then it's like, it takes us time to get settled and comfortable in New Jersey. And then we fly to Florida or wherever. And it's like, she's like, this is a trend that's happening. What are you running away from? I don't know if you're, because I was thinking about that too, when you brought it up. I don't know if you're necessarily running away from anything or there's some sort of underlying problem. I think that you and your background coming from a trailer park and making it out and the hard work that you had to do, you never want to go back to that life or have to go back to that where you feel guilty if you have free time. You still feel like you need to fight your way out of a trailer park and you try to fill as much of the day as possible because if you're not, then I feel like in your mind you may just think like you're either wasting the day or wasting a dollar or not making money. I think that's just kind of your drive. That's a hundred percent true in the sense. you feel guilty sometimes when you have free time or downtime. Yeah. And I feel like I should be working because I always feel like I should be working, but it's not because I'm dreading going back to a trailer park life. Because honestly, some of the best days of my life were when I had custody of my siblings and it was just us. And we were like, I remember one time we watched the exorcism of Emily Rose and like we all joined hands and (laughs) prayed and we're like terrified together. Well, I I didn't mean going back to a trailer park, just the... No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, just the lifestyle and being almost broke or going paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, I don't want to... Who wants to live paycheck to paycheck? No one really truly wants that per se. But like, I'm fully aware that we're not going to have to worry about that now. But like I, I do, I have this weird thing where if I'm not working or if I'm not busy, then I feel like I could be doing something else that's way more meaningful. And I don't realize how amazing and meaningful it can be to just like 
lounge by the pool. Or, I feel like you have to. Yeah, I'd have no idea how to do that. Yeah. And so I'm trying to figure that out and I'm going to. And that's kind of like, you know, this is a very transparent podcast. But essentially, when it comes to the business realm of like our lives and whatnot, not for nothing, but we do work to monetize the podcast through ads. And so my thought was, if it's frustrating and annoying to listen to ads for our podcast, maybe we create a Patreon where there are no ads and you pay a very small fee, like five bucks a month, and you get our podcast completely ad free. Along with other exclusive, not seen anywhere type content. Yeah. Yeah. And so there'll be different tiers. And I had a meeting with my assistant today about what should we be offering? And like, we're trying to maintain this relationship that we have and like nurture that. Like I have like the best community of girlfriends. I really, really do. And I, as much as you feel like I support you, like you support me too. And I just absolutely love this community that it's, I feel like it's largely on Instagram, but I know that it creeps into the podcast and also our YouTube channel. And we're all just kind of tied together. And of course, like with the course become body positive, we're all kind of tied together. And so I want to nurture it, but I can't, I'm like kind of like working 24 seven on all the different things. And so I like just had a chat with my therapist. No joke. (laughs) She's like the best therapist. (laughs) And she was like, well, really, like you can't possibly keep it up and also try to be present with your family. This was the best quote that actually a girlfriend, her name's Roxanne McGavran. She sent me this quote. She was a f- like a Fran. And then we just bonded and we've become like really good friends. But she sent me a quote saying that you can do anything, but you can't do everything. And that has stuck with me because it's very, very true. Like any single one of us, we can do anything that we put our minds to. Like, I mean, trust me when I say that I am a girl from a trailer park living on welfare with my stepdad in jail and my mom, like literally in bed depressed, you know, like that was me growing up and waking up in the middle of the night with no heat. And my mom's hovered in front of the oven with the other kids because it's freezing in our trailer. Like that's how I grew up. And now I have a home in Florida and a home in New Jersey and I'm on TV and it's like, what? So trust me when I say that you can do anything that you put your mind to, but you you don't got to do everything. Like you just don't have to do everything and it's okay not to do everything and it's okay to let an opportunity go. So needless to say, before this becomes into a Ted talk. I was going to say, yeah, we're still in the early creation process of that. So we're definitely going to have more information to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do want to just make a comment about anytime that we get one of these voice memo questions, we always talk about it for like almost the rest of the episode. So I don't want to get the five-star review lost in the shuffle because we do. Yes, we do appreciate that as well. We give a shout out, a five-star reviewer, a shout out each podcast. And this one is from Pops and Cal. Thank you for a great podcast. Thank you for your real life chat. It's very refreshing to hear honest renditions of life with two tots and a sweet mom and dad. Keep up the great work. Oh, that's a perfect way to end this episode. Thanks, Pops and Cal. Thank you so much. That really means a lot to us. Truly, like, you know, when you work really hard for something and then people like it or you're getting supported... I mean, that, that there's nothing that feels better. So thank yeah. you so very, very much. And yeah, so next week, we're going to have this really fun, lighthearted podcast. Of course, we'll give a little update on Jamie because I'm sure, I mean, it's so yeah. kind that everyone is praying for him. And you could even check out our Instagram pages, especially Jamie, because she does give updates there. But we're going to, again, talk about it. And we love you guys. And... 
You can go to Hot Marriage Cool Parents Instagram page and you can hear all of the podcast stuff. Yeah. I hope you have a great week. Bye.